Uh, hello people, tomorrow is September 1st and that's why we're having this very happy stream in very happy outfits and you know, yay, school, everybody's happy to go to school. But like really, if if there was a learning factory game tomorrow in school, would you be happier to go there? Think about yes. that. Games in schools, this is how... This is why you would want to go to school. Like, Clara, you, 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 like, just before the stream, you were like, I was never happy to go to school. Yes, that's true. That's true. Because if I we it. were playing games at school, would you, like, Can't imagine jump? this in my school, to be honest, but probably, yes, I would be way more happier about this. Rita, what are your emotions about September 1st? I'm upset about this date. I feel like the whole new starts. <laughs> And I'm not happy about that somehow. Ew, disgusting. So bring, yes, bring some, you know, like, bad memories. Like, when, when, did you start, when did you stop having flashbacks about September 1st in your, in your professional oh, life? She still has. She never I still have. Stopped. I feel it. I feel it deeply. Okay. Yes. What about you, Alec? What? How do, you, how do you feel about September 1st? I mean, it was like, it was so long ago, I don't remember. You, you don't have old. like... No, 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 no. Don't, no, let's not talk about it. It was super old. I have zero ideas. Like, I don't remember. I really don't remember, like... But you don't have such, like, terrifying feeling inside of you when you look at the calendar and see September 1st? No. Like, no Vietnamese no. flashbacks? No, no, not anymore. No, last Good 10 for years you. Not. so like uh... so, definitely I, I have like very short memory in the last 10 years so last 10 <laughs> years i don't have any flashbacks what about you kate uh, i'm listening you... to you i'm like oh, i'm the only one who was happy about the september the 1st <laughs> because there was the time when i was bought all the new stationery you know the pens the pencil cases books notebooks and i was so excited about it that was the best that was the, actually the best part. And, and I was so happy to go fresh and new to, to school. So I didn't mind all that school stuff. You know, I was happy that I could actually start something new. You know, like it was uh, like the beginning of the year, uh, but it officially was not because it's in January the 1st. Uh, but I had this feeling that I had uh, a chance to start something new, you know, in, in the beginning of the fall. So I was excited about September the 1st. I didn't mind, I didn't mind school. Right. I didn't mind school much. Uh, but what lucky about you. now? What about now? Because like you're connected to schools. So yeah. September, like uh, what does it mean of, for you these lots days? Lots of teachers to, to congratulate. Uh, what does it mean for me now? Uh, it's busy time because we were doing lots of stuff uh, connected with launching courses. And we're, um, I think that's kind of like a milestone. You know, for the summer, you're preparing for the for, for the school. Year and then when it finally starts, you you're all nervous about how it's going to happen, you know. And I'm supporting the school teachers in in uh, in in some ways. That's why I'm uh, trying to stay focused and try not to forget to you know send them uh, good luck on September first. Try to see some of the celebrations and stuff like that. And Zoro, how do you feel about the September first? Yeah, I think I kind of have a to agree with, not kind of have, but I totally agree with Kate that uh, September, <laughs> actually September the 1st was one of the less sucking days in the whole uh, part of school memories, you know, one of the, one of the, you know, par party days in a way, because you got to meet your friends. You and didn't see, have lessons. 
Yeah, you didn't have much lessons and you, uh, you know, sometimes you had some uh, new new subjects and maybe you thought they maybe they will be interesting maybe not well there was some but they never you know, not ah come on now I, I, i've had my good memories at school but not not many of them but but i did i don't know about you but it, no. it wasn't that bad <laughs> <laughs> right uh, so we have shared the memories now let's make a short roundup of who do you see here oh yeah so, who we are <laughs> so so so, so, so you see lara yeah. So you see Lara, she's a producer, and she will... Eight first of September. Official tagline. Officially, <laughs> okay. Like, that's that's her official position on the stream today. Yes. So we have Rita from Luden.io, uh, <laughs> business developer, game developer, just a nice person. We have El Joro, Georgi, Orro. who is also from Luden.io and does many things. Like, it would have taken the whole podcast to list what he does but he's also a nice person so that's good that's my and main role in the company of course yeah yeah also a singer <laughs> and yeah, uh, you like september fast my daughter is going september to school fast. tomorrow so i have to kind of yeah be excited her. anyway inspire her kate Kate trains teachers and does a lot of good stuff at geek teachers and she also likes september fast yep Yep. And who are you, Oleg? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I do stupid jokes. I own a beard. I don't have a strong opinion about September 1st. Because I don't have short any... Short memory. Fresh, very short memory. Flash flashbacks. <laughs> fresh flashbacks about it. So It's just a day. So let's talk a bit. So Kate, you told that uh, all the summer you that you expect September first that this is like a milestone and blah blah blah. So the same we did prepare for Learning Factory Edu. So, yeah, and we did a lot of work. I mean, you did like. <laughs> <laughs> no, not well, me. <laughs> you were producing this podcast. And, yeah, uh... but uh, I didn't put much uh, for Learning Factory Edu. So can you? Tell a bit how it ended up. Uh, it's it's much better than I expected. Oh, seriously? <laughs> no, actually, I had uh, I was thinking about my experience, and it, it was actually a very nice uh, and uh, exciting thing for me to take part in this uh, project because it, it it's actually the first time when I was asked to develop the teacher's guide. For the video game, the computer game. Uh, and uh, at first, when we only started talking to, to Lou and I, uh, I, was, I had this feeling, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Uh, like, what am I supposed to do? And then finally, when I finished typing uh, lesson 10, I had this uh, image in my mind and the whole picture was complete. And I had this comforting feeling that I, th I think we did it all right, you know. There's so many things to to clear up to to polish, but still the idea behind it is is really awesome, and and that gives me the satisfactory feeling that, that it wasn't for for nothing. It it had some value. It has some value to it. The the thing that I'm wondering. So okay, we played the game until lesson five, I think, and how it ended. What's the end of the game? We turned after lesson five. We uh, switched our uh, perspective to to sales, to the sales part of the game, to the kind of like the marketing stuff, uh, because before that we were building the production, and then uh, when we have already built something, we uh, started thinking about how to sell it. 
And uh, there are lots of there are four, three or four lessons that are dedicated to the process of um, adjusting the prices for the products, uh, looking at how um, how this whole process works. And we actually end uh, with uh, inventing uh, an, a, an essential part of the satisfaction device. And this uh, this is a, a linear regression thing, which uh, helps um, our main scientist, uh, Dr. Katz, to build a satisfaction device. And I think this is a very nice um, uh, ending to the whole process because it, it all makes sense that we were gathering data, we were creating some stuff, we were uh, exploring the production, sales, marketing, stuff like that. And then we finally finish with uh, a, a real device that, that could help uh, learn more about cats. Alvaro, can you show the 10th lesson? Uh, I'm already playing it. I can also show oh. you a great spoiler if you want to. You know, I can show you the actual uh, outro uh, comic yes. part. Yes, of course. Wait, wait, wait. Like, before we get to the culmination, can we, can we explain, like, the transformation that the students get, like, before playing the game and after 10th lesson? So, like, what happens to students, to kids, before play, like, after they have played the, the 10 lessons? Like, what they have learned, or like, how do they feel? They acquired a superpower of uh, engineer thinking, and suddenly they can become a real entrepreneur, supplying this knowledge in real life, like making business, for example, in the future, of course, not at, at, at seventh grade. I think that's how Max from uh, the previous episodes, like the kid that we have invited, that's how he described it. But like, Eljaro, Kate, do you have other opinions? Really? Our, our game does that? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kid said. That's what the kid said. Yeah, he looked very smart, so I tend to trust him. Yes. Maybe he's already an entrepreneur. Or maybe I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but, but that sounds promising. But Do you mean take? The, uh, yeah, we definitely like Kate to answer first, because she's the expert on what, what kids are going to get out of this. Mm-hmm. When we were starting, we were... No, we had no idea what kids could possibly get out of this game in terms of school education. I mean, we had I our think, perspective. I think what, what I had in mind is definitely this um, approach to engineering thinking, uh, because um, while, um, while, while playing the game, while solving the problems that, that, that we offer, we want them to uh, somehow create a certain mindset of an engineer, of an explorer, uh, of an inventor, who can uh, look at the problem and uh, usually, you know, how kids think, you know, there's a task, there's a problem, there's a way to solve it. Uh, I'm going to, to follow this way and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a solution. But here, the problem is not, uh, may not be so obvious and the solu- there could be several solutions. And what we wanted for kids to do is to first be brave to offer different solutions and be not afraid to, to test them. And we wanted uh, for them to see that a certain uh, mindset could actually lead to inventing something new. Uh, because th- that's what actually scientists uh, and inventors and explorers and all the smart uh, people do. They uh, create something new. They solve problems that some people couldn't even uh, think of, you know. 
but but that that's kind of like abstract you know that's that's a, a very abstract level of uh, of what we want for the kids to, to to happen they won't probably see they won't say oh I'm, I now have this engineering approach in my mind I'm going to solve the problems like this all the time uh, but on a more uh, on a more uh, down-to-earth level, I think they will have a better understanding of, uh, first, how production works, how uh, data works, and why we need data, and why data is important. And and to me, this is actually the most valuable thing uh, in the modern age, because we're all talking about data, you know, devices gather data, data is everywhere. And we don't actually uh, spend a lot of time explaining, you know, what data is and, and how we're going to use it, how, how it can help. And I think with uh, this learning, uh, this machine learning process and this satisfaction device, they will have a much better understanding uh, of, of why we do this. Uh, at least that's what I, I'm hoping for. What age do you think, like, what age of students, of kids, uh, is this targeted for? And also, we will uh, ask Rita in just a bit about the playtest because I know there were playtests about the like on real kids and did it really work? What Cage has just said, but what age does the kid need to be to be able to comprehend? We're we're targeting at the middle school age, so it's about 10, 10 plus, ten to fourteen, age old. Irita, do you want to talk a bit about playtests? And then we will ask the same, like, we will ask Kate, what would the teacher <laughs> learn after after 10, after after performing the 10 uh, classes when she returns, apparently? But, but Rita, what's, uh, what's Kate right about her assumptions about what, what kids would learn or how they would feel about the game? I think it's a bit early to like you know to talk about the Kate's assumptions and how did the playtest went and go because um, you know the the Australian kid I gave the game to Australian mom and she played the game like the initial intro lesson plus lesson one with the kid so basically I think like first I need to play test all ten lessons to just you know to get some sort of like real data again here and uh, what I learned so far from that playtest that actually. It's kind of proven that the kid was motivated to play the game, even though it seemed to to him complex because it's a nine-year-old boy, and uh, he initially tried to play the educational version without, like, you know, getting instructions from the mom because uh, they, you know, turned it on while I was still working on the slides for them. So uh, yeah, he was motivated. Uh, he was constantly wanting, asking his mom to play the game. For me, it's a good sign that uh, something, something at least working. And like they gave me lots, lots of feedback about the slides, so I need to improve the materials. So that's, I think that's it for now. And I'm okay. looking also forward to another playtest, which is like in the process. Mm -hmm. Kate, what about the teachers? So what is the expected transformation for the teacher before like <laughs> teaching it's using yeah <laughs> transformation what happens in teacher's mind after they have completed the 10 classes with kids complete enlightenment again i can only tell you about what i'm hoping to happen but well, you designed uh, it so i like, know i know yeah, exactly yeah, i should have hopes right uh but but in my mind uh, i think uh what i really wanted for the teachers to to 
to happen, to transform in a way that they wouldn't be afraid to use, to implement games into the lessons. Uh, because there are so many uh, fears and uh, things that prevent them from using the game uh, that uh, they're not doing it. They're basically not doing it. And I want, after uh, trying learning EDU, I want them to see that games are not uh, uh, distraction for the lesson. Games are uh, a, a very nice uh, support to the material that you give. And uh, I, I just want them to, to try implementing uh, certain gaming techniques into their lesson. Uh, that, that's, that's my hope. I, I think they would, they would probably see that it's not, it's not, it, it, is, it can work like this. And the fun part is that there, there are three, three types of teacher's guides. Like the one on the website is like comprehensive one. Then Rita is working on the slides. And then a kind of teacher's guide of a teacher's guide is just built into the game with uh, with just like with the, with slides with with comic books or like what what to do. So my question is, how do you think like what would what expectations would teachers mostly prepare for the classes or would they just wink it sort of launch the game and you know go with the flow and like yeah kids just play the game whatever happens. Very much depends on the type of the teacher that are going to use the materials because there are, I know some of the teachers who are, uh, as you said, go with the flow and they're fine with it. And they're so confident with this flow that they're having that the kids also get this and they they understand this 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 motivation uh, because I think the main, the, the, the key to the good lesson is that is the teacher's confidence. And if the teacher is confident, that's, big deal you know uh, so there could be teachers who will say okay i'm just going to try it you know like you did a couple of uh, streams ago you know with play testing the materials you opened it up you started reading it without you know prior preparation and it's still you could you could handle it right uh, because the materials again are so comprehensive and detailed that at least something will will you know come out of it. Well, can uh, I can, can I jump in? Can I jump in here sure. because like I felt I felt I, I felt so much magic because indeed like it, it was a sudden stream so I didn't prepare and I was like yeah let me just try it like okay Lara you're gonna be the student I'm gonna be uh, the teacher and teacher and it just <laughs> worked and it just worked I mean yeah it worked but I think if you put more engagement from the teacher and you engage with students also you will get more information you will remember something and you will get better even experience but like only playing the game was also fun for me. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And and again, what what we're offering for the for the teachers, it's like an all inclusive package. You know, you can use all of it. You know, you can read the whole uh, teacher's guide. You can look through the slides. You can uh, analyze the gameplay. The the how do you call it? The real game, like not the mm -hmm. EDU version. So you can you can take as much as you want as and as much as you can, you know. Because my my um, goal is to provide a teacher with uh, the most of, of yeah. what we can offer. And then yeah, it's I think all it's better it, because like a teacher can throw out some things if he or she doesn't like yes. it. And it's easier yeah. than to think something out of nothing. So that's right. Totally because there there are, for example, there are young teachers who might be uh, 
less confident or you know uh, a bit scared you know of the classroom dynamics and they want clear you know step by step instructions on how the lessons going to 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 be to be happening here and uh, there are teachers who are experienced enough there are teachers who for example have uh, groups of kids who they know very well and they can experiment with them and they may not need all the materials that we provide but my idea was to uh, to make a, a comprehensive full guide for, for, for those who would like to, to use it, you know. So I, I'm absolutely fine that if, if the teachers will take only parts and bits of, of the materials that we provided. That's their choice, you know. But what I want for them is to try to follow the, the, the plot, you know, try to bring some of the activities and stuff and game to the lesson to see how it's going to work. And if they change something or if they throw away parts, that's fine. That's their lesson. You know, I can't tell them what to do and I can't dominate here. <laughs> and now I'm thinking, and now I'm thinking, so that we have uh, like a full, uh, probably shall we call it a commercial version of Link Factor on Steam that is in Alexis right now and everybody can just like go and play it. Then we have the educational version that is free, available on the website to download for free for Mac, Windows, and Linux, and lesson plans. And, and I'm just thinking, and I'm just thinking, that's the question for Rita and El Joro. <laughs> so... Joro is so concentrated on playing, and I got hypnotized by this so much also, I'm sorry. I'm just like looking how you're playing. <laughs> I was just wondering, guys, am I still on? Because you're talking so smoothly. I don't feel like I'm re required, so I'm just building a factory. Uh, it's the same for me. I, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a smart move to do like this. I'm just <laughs> watching what are you doing. Yeah, like your question. The question is, how do you think people, kids, parents, teachers would combine the commercial version and the education version? Like, probably the idea is that you play the educational version in school and then kids go back home and they want to play the commercial version or what's 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 the idea what's the idea what's the expected flow I don't who think, wants to take it rita I, yeah yeah Nora? sure i don't think that we have uh, some sort of like an an expected flow it, but it would be really great if kids continue playing the you know like the original version of Learning Factor at home because like it 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 offers so much comparing to Learning Factor Edu. You know, like basically you complete all ten lessons, you acquire knowledge of engineering thinking, and then just you know to continue your journey, you can, you're freely to go to Steam and download the original game and do whatever you want there because I think there are like so many things to do and. If you're just tired of like after a long day, you could just you know turn it on, relax, improve your factory, and maybe talk to the friendly community. Of, I don't uh, think that it's relaxing game. We already discussed it, it and I still I'm not thinking it's relaxing game. You're like always thinking where I should put this thing so it will work with other things, so it will plug into other thing. Like how is it relaxing? <laughs> Look at Georgi. Look at Georgi. Breathe. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look, he's relaxed. He's relaxed. He's I'm relaxed chill. watching him, yeah, like how he's playing. <laughs> totally. You should go with the flow. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Uh, Kate, but what's your take about it? Like, how to balance out the education and, and the commercial versions? Like, would you expect hey. kids to be hungry for more playing? 
Uh, yeah, I think they would. Uh, because again, this EDU version is like a prequel. It's like a, it, I, I wouldn't call it a trial version, but still it, it is limited to certain uh, lessons, you know, to certain goals that you need to achieve. And, and I was going to actually tell you a funny thing that happened to me while I was developing the materials because uh, Jora asked me to, to, to tweak a few things in some of the lessons. And I'm like, okay, I need to, to, to look at the game to see how it's going to work. And so I uh, turned the game on, and I looked at the, you know, at, at what I needed to to tweak. And then I uh, looked at the whole scene, and I'm like, oh, I need to change it. I need to build a couple of more buildings. You know, I need to tweak this and this. And I realized after ten or fifteen minutes that I was actually playing and rebuilding my factory <laughs> without even, you know, I, I didn't need that for the lesson. Honestly, I, I uh, got so immer you know, immersed into playing and tweaking and, and and as you said oh this thing needs to go there i was like that i was like oh i need to to i can make it better you know i can destroy everything and start from from scratch you know and and so w what it shows is that i'm pretty sure kids will want more you know gaming experience and here we're not uh, going to again limit them if if they because the the ed version ends up with a very nice uh uh, I want to see the ending of the new version. Uh, Alex, stop me from this, but I really want to see that. No, you need I don't. To I, go yeah, to okay, classroom. I did stop you from that. You can <laughs> download it from Luden.io for free at any moment. And show you are playing true. already. Show it. Uh, yeah, show it, uh, El Joro. <laughs> I, I'm, he asked to not ah. call him like that, but we just cannot stop. <laughs> yes, because it sounds but, very cool. I mean, uh, there is I there is a noticing. right? <laughs> yeah, there, there, there is a plot. So, like, the educational version is not like a set of classes. There is an actual plot of what you need to do. And as Kate told, that's a prequel. So, can you please explain a bit more of like how does educational version plug into the commercial one, and uh, what happens like what, well, what about the story? Uh, yeah, well, first I wanted to address your previous question about how uh, educational version uh, transfers into commercial version. And uh, I was actually, uh, I started to thinking about it and I can't say I was even having it in my head because this was originally the initiative from Games for Change. And the coolest thing for us was to actually take uh, some uh, standards, some educational standards from the US to talk with people who are... Uh, teaching actual people in the US and other schools around the world, Australia or whatever other country, and just to, you know, try and transfer existing experience, which we already believe to have had uh, an educational angle to it and a strong one too, but actually to take it and try to transfer it so it could be applied by regular teachers in more or less regular classrooms, those that have computers, but still in regular schools. And this was the most exciting part and, you know, connecting it to uh commercial version as we're calling it now was never the grand plan or grand plot behind it all because this game is already out and we already have means of reaching our typical audiences but of course uh we would hope of course that someone who would play an educational version would get inspired by it because there are so many things that are uh, not happening here because of so many reasons one of them that we were trying to make the game more dedicated and to uh explain certain topics so uh 
Coming to your original question, though. Oh my god. <laughs> You're so smart, right? Yeah. Can you I'm go just... and show the comics? That's my. Yeah. That's what so... I, was, I was listening to your monologue for a few minutes just to see it. So can I already see the comics? <laughs> and then you're going to listen it when you will be editing the whole stuff. So <laughs> good oh luck with that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So I will start with the ending. Uh, in the uh, oh. end part of this game, the. Uh, uh, our protagonist and their cat they train a machine learning model which after that becomes a working you know working model for predicting things and they take this which can be roughly presented as a program they take it and they put it into a device and this device is powered up and uh, it helps predict awesome stuff about cats and this was uh, this helps predict what cats want and this allows our protagonist existence, to Existence? No? They don't want existence? Or... <laughs> well, not currently one. <laughs> yeah, because that's written there, like existence, like cross yeah, the, and like... the Maslow's pyramid. This is cat language, you wouldn't understand it, so... Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the next phase is for our uh, hero to actually, well, after having uh, had fulfilled the request from the genius Dr. Cats, uh, they can now proceed to going to mars well they would send this thing to back to dr cats and then they would receive some invitation from dr cats and which is basically where the original game begins the two heroes of ours are going somewhere which happens to be mars but this is what is revealed in the final part well in the, in the original game to put i have a question way. i have a question yeah. why the cat was laying down so sad there in the box because uh, he didn't want to leave, obviously. Why would you? Why would you want to leave a box once you get inside of it? Oh, okay. Yeah, because asking... that was such a sad fate. I was like, oh my god. We're asking only important questions here. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm well, a producer. Just... I can afford myself asking <laughs> anything. A producer, you can do anything on this yes. stream. It is uh, a very important you... question because making cats happy is one of the biggest, you know. Uh, yes. Biggest. It's the goal of the game. Yeah, it's like cliffhangers that is always around you. Wait, because... right. So, did I say it right that the educational version of the game gets you some like story that is a prequel to the commercial version of the game that is on Steam? So, like, you play educational version, and then you play the commercial version, and then it's like one single story all over it. Well, uh, pretty much, yeah. It's not like your official prequel prequel, but uh, there is a story which uh, begins before Learning Factory, the original version. So it is about uh, our protagonist and again their cat who cannot talk but can express themselves somehow. So they would be uh, encouraged to try and develop a catisfaction detector. So for mm. which uh, they would need, uh, so for which Doctor Katz needs inventors, and our protagonist would become an inventor like this, and then they would proceed into uh, inventing this stuff. And to understand cats, you need to gather a lot of data and put it through the machine learning technologies. And this is what we're going to be doing, experimenting and failing and trying to get as much data as reasonably possible to. PU in, to empower uh, our satisfaction device with it and finally go to, to the stars. 
Okay, guys, I okay. have like very uh, like. And I'm just amazed by the lore. It's like it's like it, it's it's so much to comprehend and to consume. And yeah, I'm just yeah, so yeah, amazed. yeah. I have a question. I it's like those ten lessons. That's it. Or are you planning to do something more? Or do you don't? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> Let's let. Let us just uh, have playtests and polish this thing. Well, because, you know, we, we are still going to have playtests about this thing because uh, the more we have, the more players we have uh, experienced this game and share their thoughts with us, the more uh, meaningful and the more uh, educational experience we can do. So from there, from here, this is, you know, polishing... Uh, from here and uh, sky's the limit, I think, because this is how games are typically developed. So yeah, 10 lessons, it's something already to digest, you know. Okay. I can jump with a creepy ad here. Okay. So people watching us, if you want more, tell us in the comments somewhere, like oh write an email, God. do something. Maybe yeah. it will help. Maybe and if you want to, and if you want to play test this thing, please, please do. And please contact us and we will provide all the help that we can. Uh, if you're an educator or if you're just a parent who wants to experiment with uh, this this new thing, uh, it is designed for teaching STEM in middle schools. So if you're willing to experiment in this field with your kids at home or at school, please contact us. And we're going, we're going to do awesome stuff. Yeah, it's not together. only about experimenting at home. It's about homeschooling. So you have... If you have a group of children that you're trying to homeschool, uh, so Learning Factor EDU is a great opportunity to teach engineering thinking. And if you want this podcast to continue, also please tell us that they were amazing in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> we might do like bonus episodes later on. And just I... keep telling us that we're amazing, no, no yeah, matter what, yeah, yeah. even if you don't want anything. <laughs> yes, that's the reason we why like we're it. trying to be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think you can end the show. Already. No. No, I want also to ask Kate to plug something. I mean, Geek Teachers, your work, something. I mean, we have plugged, uh, like, we have told how amazing we are and how amazing the game is and the podcast is amazing and the game both are amazing and other games that lose maze are amazing. What is amazing about you, Kate? And then we'll end the show. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing about me? Yes. I was actually going to praise the teachers who are smart enough and brave enough to try new stuff because I know how hard it is to, to break the routine and say, okay, this year I'm going to try something new, completely new for me and for my kids. And I'm going to, uh, and it, this is going to be awesome. So I wanted to, to tell uh, the teachers who are up to that, that you are amazing. Uh, for just trying, for just thinking about implementing, you know, any new material into the lessons. And uh, this is really hard work because what we did, you know, uh, is, um, okay, okay, that's also hard work. You know, that's, that's a lot of thinking. That's a lot of processes. That's a lot of discussions. But what teachers are doing every day is that they put some sparks into the kids, you know, minds, hearts, souls, and they inspire them to, to learn something new and be brave enough to invent. So I, uh, my, my kudos go to the teachers who are going to try it. I, we really want to hear from you and all the feedback is really valuable because that, that could help us uh, look at the materials from a different angle, you know, from, from, from the practical point of view. 
And as for the geek teachers, yes, we are amazing because we try to support the teachers uh, by uh, making certain things easier for them, you know, by providing the materials, by, uh, you know, writing some articles that can help them in their lessons, by just creating a community of, uh, of, of, the, of the passionate teachers. And I think uh, if you are a passionate teacher, you should definitely try to, to join the community of geek teachers and be with us and have fun and, uh, and enjoy your work and enjoy what you're doing. So that, that could be the nice ending to, to all of this. Yes, uh, we started the show with being like sort of uh, playfully sad about the 1st of September. I wasn't playfully sad. I was sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was really sad. <laughs> yes, I wasn't lying. <laughs> Are you but going like, to school tomorrow or what? Oh, thanks God. No. Oh my God. Thanks God. And you should be happy. That's the first, of, like, that's the first, first of September in her life that she's not going to school. Oh, yes, by the way. That's why I still have this yes, Vietnamese flashbacks. You went last year? Congratulations. I mean, like, yeah, I finished university last year. She doesn't just look young. She is young. <laughs> I don't look young, but I, I am young. <laughs> Right. But uh, I just want to make an outro about games in school. I, I really hope, I really think that Lyra and other upset kids like her would like rocket jump to school if they knew there the were games. The education was fun. And there were cool, brave teachers just like Katie describes. So let's hope about Fingers this crossed. bright future. And this whole podcast... All the previous episodes were pretty much about that. And uh, we're not just talking or dreaming about that. We're also making Learning Factory EDU that helps to implement it. Yes. So time to finish. Okay. Thank you very much. That was a very fun season of uh, uh, Learning Factory EDU version, how we build it. That was very interesting summer. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, we bonded well, up. Thank you, thank you for um, being with us. For all of you here in the in the chat room and those who are and will be watching it, thanks yes, for... Yes, yes, that was fun. That I was... mean, we can attend the show like for reasons. Like, it feels like, you know, the, the end of the summer camp. Yes, and you're like leaving your friends and you're like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. And tomorrow's the first of September, so... Yes, will you give me like... your addresses? Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> I'm going to write to you. Yeah, no, no, oh no God. emails. No real <laughs> no letters. Emails, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you guys very much uh, for Thank you. everything. It was fun to take part in, in this whole yeah. process. I'm going to miss you 